Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, December 7th. U.S. equity futures are trading lower this morning, so you have S&P futures down about 9 points. That's 22 basis points. Dow futures are off 46 points. That's about 14 basis points. And then NASDAQ futures are lagging down 40 points, which is about 35 basis points. You have the major European indices trading off about 30 to 50 basis points. And then Asia was pretty much a sea of red. Um, you have the Hang Seng falling over 3%. So just for the U.S. taking a step back and looking um, you know, over the course of the last three days, I think what you've had in um, domestic equity markets, most people have been fundamentally quite negative all along, even during the, the recent rally throughout um, November. Um, I think what you saw with the jobs report on Friday, and then you had the hot ISM, the services ISM on Monday, people started to abandon hopes of a year-end rally, which has been kind of the only motivation for many to be still sitting in equities. Um, so once that prospect was removed from the table, um, you just kind of saw this aggressive puking as people just, again, this was selling that I think would have taken place if not for where we were in the calendar with this hopes of a year-end rally. Um, so I think that kind of um, explains some of the intensity of, of you know the violence of, of, the, um, of the sell-off which really was sort of, um, you know, I think divorced from actual news flow. So you've had a lot of companies speaking at conferences in the last couple of days, especially yesterday. The media coverage of those presentations, especially for the banks, was quite gloomy. If you just read the headlines, if you actually listen to the presentations, um, which I don't think many people did, you know, companies were really not incrementally negative from where things stood back in October when they spoke on the Q3 conference calls. Um, you know, if anything, the presentations... Um, included a lot of phrases like, you know, resilience, um, you know, at consumer is still, is still tracking relatively well. Certainly there are pockets of weakness showing up. Certainly you have executives acknowledging all the macro headwinds. Um, you do have a lot of executives continuing to talk about um, a recessionary environment in 2023. Um, but you really did not see a, a shift in tone from many companies. And just on the recession issue, you do have a lot of companies using that word, but I think everyone has a different definition of what recession means. Um, and I think that's kind of an important distinction to make. The Bank of America CEO was pressed on what he thought about you know, a recessionary environment. He's talking pretty much about flattish type of GDP growth um, for a couple of quarters, for, for two to three quarters next year. Um, you know, So again, I think a lot of people have different definitions of what a recession actually means. Um, which explains some of the, um, you know, which explains a lot of the volatility you're seeing and which explains why there are such divergent views on how equities will kind of play out going forward. So for today, specifically in terms of incremental news, more reopening news out of China. So again, this has now been, we're, we're several weeks into this pivot in China where the government clearly um, is on a new path with regards to the virus and um, public policy. I think the rally based on all these announcements is largely played out, which is why I think you saw the Hang Seng fall about 3%. It's clear China wants to reopen. And now it's just a question of kind of how they proceed going forward. There still is a risk that, um, you know, you could see a big spike. I don't think cases, I think you're kind of moving away from um, counting cases to looking at hospitalizations and fatalities. And so you still have a relatively low vaccination rate in China. You still have vaccines that are not that effective. So I think the next big step for China on COVID would be permitting the sale and distribution of, um, you know, Moderna or Pfizer vaccines, more powerful vaccines, and then really accelerating the consumption pace, especially for the elderly and more vulnerable parts of the population. 
Um, you know, so I think kind of the rally that we've seen now for over a month, um, based on reopening headlines that seem to hit tape every single day, that's largely played out. You know, you, these markets are are forty to fifty percent off their lows um, in just a month and a half. I still think that the risk reward looking out over the next year for 2023 is pretty bullish. You are seeing these policy shifts in China that are the most bullish um, that they've been really in years. But I think as far as COVID reopening is concerned, in the near term, at the least, will be a period of digestion. And like I said, I think just simply lifting some of the restrictions um, is now one thing, but the vaccine specifically uh, is going to be the next step. and, And we're kind of still waiting for clarity on that front. Other than um, headlines out of China, not a whole lot else to talk about as far as big incremental news. Um, you know, I think for the U.S. for U.S. investors right now, we're kind of just waiting on inflation figures. So you're going to get the Mannheim index today, Mannheim used car index at 9 a.m. You get the PPI and the Michigan sentiment survey, which includes inflation expectations on Friday. And then next week is a huge week. You have the CPI on Tuesday and then the Fed on Wednesday. So. I think investors at this pace, given how how um, aggressively the sentiment has swung towards the negative end of the spectrum, um, you know, you're setting yourself up for another type of kind of big violent squeeze, like you saw after the CPI, like you saw after Powell's speech last week, um, into some of these upcoming catalysts. Um, nothing too major on the company specific front overnight. You had a few earnings, but all from relatively small companies. You had some economic numbers out this morning. China trade figures were downbeat. Taiwan's trade numbers were also soft. Um, India hiked rates as expected. For the calendar today, like I said, that Mannheim index, I think is going to be very important at 9 a.m. giving you uh, insight into inflation. You have another day of conference presentations. Um, but you know, I, as far as financials are concerned, at least, once you hear from, you know, you've, you've heard now from uh, senior management of several big banks, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, JP Morgan, um, you know, I doubt you're going to see real, uh, a, a different tone out of anyone that speaks today. Um, you have two central bank decisions today, uh, Canada at 10 a.m. and then Brazil after the close. You have a few earnings as well. None of them are terribly important. Um, I put out the latest bull versus bear debate in the market. That piece is up on the website. Um, there's a link to it also in uh, the Vital Dawn this morning. And that is everything for today, Wednesday, December 7th. Thank you for listening.